0: Erotic wisdom with Mrs. Love. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Erotic Wisdom the fascinating wonderment to be living in a body. Traditional tantric wisdom for modern living and loving, untamed and uncensored and intimately raw with me, your host, Valentina Leo, also known as Mrs. Love. Here we are. Welcome to this long, dreamt and awaited moment when I'm finally launching this uh, new adventure with you and... um, so, let me tell you a little bit about myself, a little bit about erotic wisdom, and, uh, and then we see what's unfold. So, my name is Valentina Leo, and Mrs. Love is a nickname. It's a nickname that was given to me by a friend of mine um, about um, 20 years ago, when I married Mr. Leo, and so I adopted this new surname, and um, I saw that my surname, Leo, and the initial my name, V, for Valentina, um, were an anagram for love, and I was so excited, I couldn't believe it, and... Um, so I was t- constantly tuning on my friend about, my name is love, my name is love, look at my name. And one day a friend of mine said, okay, that's enough, Mrs. Love, can we move on? And so from that moment it just stuck on, here I am, Mrs. Love. And um, and then a few years back when I turned 50, 45 and I decided I needed to become more serious because I was... Finally, perhaps growing up, and and because I'm teaching tantra and um, and erotic wisdom, and I work a lot with the um, concept uh, of uh, sexuality, spiritual concept of sexuality, and um, you know people always think that tantra it's about sex and it's about a happy relationship, and. Um, I wanted to disengage myself from that, <coughs> from this idea of the tantric massage. I was a little bit tired of people sending me a message, hey, you do tantric massage, uh, your name is Mrs. Love, sure you do happy-ending tantric massage. And um, yeah, obviously I was very uh, appalled and offended. I taking taken my traditional tantric education very seriously. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so Mrs. Love, I thought, it doesn't, it doesn't apply anymore. It's too pop, it's too young, it's too pornographic. And, you know, not to say how many times I got... Um, my account got frozen or blocked or went straight into spam when I write to people, because I used to have a website called mrslove.org, and my email, of course, was info at Mrs. Love. And so I thought, okay, it's time to grow up, stop being banned, stop being blocked, and actually meet the world, be received, and um, be welcome, because I feel I have so much to share. And, and perhaps this is a little bit the story of my life. I have had a, quite a revolutionary, reactive life and I've been a punk for many years and I've been in reaction of everything that the ordinary world brings and I've always been on the edge of everything and so Mrs. Love was also embodying some reaction to the state of affair and what people think of love and sex and spirituality and um and so I dropped Mrs. Love from my Facebook profile and I acquired again my full name Valentina Leo. And um and now that I'm about to launch this podcast, I've chatted with a couple of friends and they're like, no, you have to use Mrs. Love. It's short, it's sharp, it's exciting, it's catchy it's quickly to memorize, it's funky, it's entertaining, and so I agree with everything. And so here it is, Mrs. Love is back. Um, <laughs> perhaps not the punk aspect of my being, but the mature rebel, <laughs> um, whatever that means. Um, the mature wise, erotic, wise rebel. And um, so here you've got a little bit of an introduction to my nickname, in case you were wondering. And and then let's go on to the why erotic wisdom. And uh, what's tantra got to do with sex and sexuality? Um, so... This podcast is called erotic wisdom because the more I've been dwelling and deeply imbibing myself in the studying of the traditional Tantra, Tantric texts, traditional tantric texts and tantric lineage, particularly from Kashmir and what is known as Kashmir Shaivism. The text and the teaching are Absolutely erotic. And I really want to say this because a lot of people are terrified by the tradition. They think the traditional texts are really boring and intellectual and very dry and very scholarly. And perhaps it's because they haven't learned how to approach them from the feminine perspective which of course for me being in the body of a woman come very naturally and spontaneous, maybe because I'm also in an awakened um, erotic body, which means that I'm really allow my body sensation and the physical responses of my physical body to guide me into the wisdom of reality. And so what happened to me that every time I read some passage from some beautiful tantric text that resonates with me that I recognize as such a profound truth, my body recognizes it before my mind can make sense of it. And I start recognizing an erotic response in my physical body and so the truth register as pleasure as an opening as an arousal as a fire, a vibration, a quivering, an opening, a titillation, a throbbing all quality that are always associated with eroticism, and sensuality, and sexuality, and true knowing. So this for me is a very important, powerful piece. There is no reality and my perception of it. My perception of reality, it's what there is. And perhaps there is an objective reality, an absolute reality that is beyond my human perception. And and this is um, what the Tantric texts always bring forth. But we must be very aware that the only experience I can have or reality is through my body responses. And hence is an erotic experience. Erotic means of the body. Something that is erotic, it means that is awakening um, all the, or is awakening or is um, being perceived by all the sensation of my body smell, eyesight, hearing, touch, taste, imagination, the sense of imagination. The sixth sense, yeah, we always speak about the five senses and um touch, hearing, eyesight, um smile. Um, what is the other sensing? I'm losing the fifth sense. <laughs> Sense of humor, (laughs) very important. So, uh, taste, smell, eyesight, hearsight, touch, here we got five. And then my friend says the sixth sense of course, which is the sense of magic, is the sense of the mystery. Is the sense of intuition, and that's why we call it the sixth sense and is real and yeah, why not let's up the seventh sense, which is the sense of humor, and without that, we would be so lost in, a, in such a dry, serious life, which is not an erotic experience, and which perhaps miss out of all the spiritual invitation that this life can offer to us. So when experience is perceived by all our senses, our human senses, which are specific to our embodiment, this is very important, this is where the erotic experience comes. The senses are specific to our experience of being embodied. Absolute consciousness having an experience of being in a body. And this is what's happened to all of us in this uh, expression of humanity. Um, This is it, is divine knowledge having an experience of being embodied. So this could be an imprisonment or a tremendous, exciting experience. And this is where the fascinating wonderments come in. Because in the traditional tantric texts and in the specific, there is a text called the Shiva Sutra. It's written there that the mastering of the yogi is not to enter a pretzel yoga position, to stand on your hand, to hold your breath forever, not to blink your eyes, (laughs) all this very advanced yoga posture. It's a posture of presence. It's an attitude of your being, the posture. It's a... an embodiment posture. It's um, living every moment of your life imbibed in this quality of fascinating wonderment. In Sanskrit, the word is vismayo. vismayo and is translated in slightly different way. Uh, one teacher translated as wonderstruck which I also love, like struck by wonderment. Because, you know, the experience of wonderment, it's complete awe and fascination and uh, imbibe a positive and negative um, polarity in the body. Uh, We can call it masculine and feminine. We can call it penetration and surrender. Yeah? Fascinating wonderment. When I am fascinated about something or someone, I move towards my fascination, create curiosity, alignment, and an innate spontaneous movement, directionality. Toward that which I am fascinated by. And it's not an aggressive movement. It's not something I need to conquer and take over. It's just a spontaneous movement. If you think, if you've ever seen a child that's begin to walk for the very first time they walk. I was lucky enough to, were there when my daughter did that. And they move because they're fascinated. Fascination is what creates... This primordial movement towards something, someone, can also be fascination towards a concept, towards a line of study. And so I am making a moving, an action, um, a curiosity that can be intellectual also. doesn't have to be a real physical movement, but is the movement of my being, my attention. And so that's fascination. This is a masculine quality and um, <clears throat> which of course we're gonna see all this we're gonna unpack all of this in the episode to come um, in the in the movement of erotic uh, sexuality, it reflects with masculine erection, yeah, the lingam, the penis um, takes a direction, wants to move towards that which It is fascinated and and generally a yoni, an erotic opening that belongs to the feminine. It wants to enter something new, something other. That's fascination. It's a divine movement and is spontaneous in all of us, our erotic embodiment. Wonderment. Wonderment belongs to the realm of the Feminine is the realm of oh. Even when I say oh, I, I see a yoni open like a vagina going ah, oh, ah. Oh, yeah, the movement of erotic availability. And, um, and wonderment, when we are in wonderment, we rest back. There is nothing to go get, there is nothing to go do but is a complete state of the whole body being, physical, spiritual, that completely surrender to a sensation of utter opening that happens in the whole body being, from a cellular level to the totality of embodiment. So we are wonder when we are struck uh, by a lightning. It's completely passive, yeah? And yet we're going to be full of light. We become that which we are um, seduced by, stroked by, fascinated by. Wonderment. Ah! <gasps> you know, I, when I say wonderment, my, my eyes open completely. My mouth even open in this... <gasps> big inhale when we inhale we inspire inspiration yeah the mouth open and I take in this moment completely or maybe is this moment that completely take me penetrate me and all I have to do is to open and surrender surrender is not a passive activity Nothing is done to me. I allow for it. Surrender is very active. I have to be, to give consensus in order to open up and allow for the all to become me and this moment without separation of this moment and me. This This is really powerful, this experience of wonderment. Because it's uh, ultimately spiritual, because there is no more duality in wonderment. When I am in wonderment, there is no one doing the experience and having the experience. Um, the experience is, I am it. I am it. I am one, completely dissolved into the experience and the experience is happening and so when we really surrender to the 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 deep uh, philosophical meaning of these two words amazing eh? only two words fascinating wonderment erotic wisdom because when we understand fascinating wonderment we really understand what i mean by erotic wisdom when we let this world really enter us and move us as a physical experience of excitement, of being here, we understand the meaning of life. We understand the, our true purpose to be in a body. And, uh, and it's from the tantric perspective, it's very, very simple. It's for the divine to have an experience of being in a body. And when I am in fascination and wonderment, this is it. I am one with everything. The body becomes light. The body floats. There is no fear. When there is no fear present in my body, there is unity. And when I'm in unity, I'm having an erotic experience of divine love. And uh, and you know, people that are in love, they live in fascinating wonderment. No? You talk to them and they're constantly distracted. It's like they are floating in a bubble. And we constantly have to snap the fingers like, Hello, hey, you, I'm talking to you, snap back. And somehow that's attractive. We are jealous because they are so in love. We make fun of them many times. Oh, look at you, you're so in love. But we make fun of them because I believe ultimately we are just jealous that we are not there with them in that space that is all-encompassive, all-consuming. And there is no space for doubt, for fear, for feeling inadequate. When someone in love, it of course is adequate. <laughs> You know, there is, there is no judging mind. And this is the mind uh, that comes in when we are separated from an experience. Is the mind that doubts everything. And so, um, yeah, here it is. I said a lot. Fascinating wonderment to be embodied. So to really live life from the deepest places of my embodiment. And then come wisdom. Wisdom is an experience of knowing the truth from my body-mind. In traditional tantrism, we understand that the mind lives in my body, inside my whole body, not in my brain. My brain is an organ for thinking, like my liver is the organ for livering. (laughs) My breast, my speech... We live this collective intelligence that is a collection of all our organs that together allow this breathing, living organism to have an experience of totality, to have an experience of love, really. Uh, love, not as romantic love, but love as the the material of my being, as the essence of my being, as the building block of my embodiment, the substance that compose the nucleus of all my cells. Yeah, if I have to break down, break down, break down myself, scientifically and chemically, the last element that my body will be composed of, it's bliss, it's love. In traditional tantrism, is called anand, cosmic bliss but bliss not as a polarity of a high it's i'm so happy i'm blissful because that hold the polarity of the down of the sadness of the disconnect anand is a place of complete harmony where there is no polarity it's, is when you are in love and you're not even afraid of losing that love. That's why it's not romance. Often in romantic love, we fall in love. The moment we are in love, we are already afraid of losing that love. And then we are already going into polarity. But this bliss we're talking about, it contains everything and yet doesn't have a sensation a polarized sensation. These are maybe big concepts. I think I'm going to leave it at that for now. This is what we're going to talk about in this podcast. We're going to unpack them in a very simple way because we are all experiencing this. This is what I want to share with you. We all have erotic wisdom in our body. Yeah? Wisdom is this knowing that happens at a cellular level that we know that we know. And we all have this. And then we went to school. (laughs) Dear old darling education. And we were made to forget. We were told that our intuition wasn't valid. We were told that we don't know. And that's why we go into school to learn. And that's biggest bullshit ever. We know everything. And I know every one of you is listening to me right now. You know what you know. And you know the truth of what you know, even if you can't express that in words. But there is a knowing that is an experience of your being in this body. This is the essence of my tradition, the tradition I embrace in Kashmir uh, um, Shaivaism. And uh, is the tradition of Um, The Spanda School and the Pratibhiniyardyam, sorry my pronunciation, this is a very hard word to say, is the tradition that knows that the truth exists already inside of you, it's your blueprint again, if you have to break down your being, you come down to the smallest element in your body, it's truth, which is the same as Anand, bless which is the same of love, universal love, cosmic love. Love that is not an action, but is a state of being. And so we come back to that instruction we got from the tradition of live your life in fascinating wonderment every day, and then just see what happens. Just see what happened. You don't have to believe me. By all means, please don't. I'm crazy. <laughs> don't just believe me. Experience it. Explore it. And see what happened to your life. And see if um, together I can help you to cultivate and culture your erotic wisdom. So that you don't have to believe anything in life anymore as face value but you know that you can run into your body mind the mind that lives in your body lives in every cell in your body in every organ and you can really listen and then the knowing that the body brings into this amazing organ we have of love which is the human heart which is the matrix of the creator Is the blueprint of the Creator, is the mirror of the Creator, the human heart. The heart then brings information of knowing to the thinking brain. And that's, I think, traditionally, it's what we can define wisdom. It's intelligence that is informed by the human heart. So include. The human emotion. And that's really true wisdom. And I... Why do I do this podcast? Because I believe if, as human, we would trust our wisdom more and we move from that place of wisdom, we wouldn't need so many rules and regulations to, to be alive and to be human in community. We would just really trust our knowing and um, all the ethics are there and i and i know this and uh, perhaps i'll be challenged and i'm happy to be challenged on this and um, and some people say some human have no wisdom and i say well that is a learned um, habit we have learned to believe other, more that we believe ourselves, and so that which we think we know is not true knowing is acquired knowing, and that's why it doesn't reflect ethics. that if every single person would dropped into the knowing of the heart, the human heart, they would always know what is appropriate to do in every moment in regard to business, relationship. Family choices, education, and uh, directions in life. So, I'm gonna leave you with this and uh, lots of stuff to meditate to begin with. And I am really looking forward to episode number two. Really excited to be with all of you. And please do check my website, The Laboratory of Love. Com. Also holds my name, valentinaleo.org. Again, you can try dear old Mrs. They're all going to take you to the same laboratory, is my portal. I think our living embodiment is a laboratory. It's the greatest playground we were ever given. And um, there you can find my email and you can send me questions, perhaps themes, things you want to talk about. Or you can challenge me in what I'm telling you about. And um, let's have a conversation. How about that? So, lovely to be with you all. And um, deep tenderness, grace and um, erotic wisdom to your day. Ciao.